For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers. Or... The DMV. Number 97. Or... House cleaning. Or... Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you like compassion, excuses, and heartwarming messages, you have clicked on the wrong f***ing link. There's a new sports voice in Toronto. The smooth-talking, rough-necking Mike Roach, where sports life and truth collide. New sports entertainment for the next generation. Something different. No bias and no BS. This is the Mike Roach Podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Roach Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And remember to follow Mike on Instagram at MikeRoach7 and at OXP.media. What is going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Mike Roach Podcast. Mike Roach 7 on IG, Mike Roach 23 on Twitter. Like, subscribe, share, rate, comment, everything, the Mike Roach Podcast. And I did mention to you that I would be back on Wednesday, and here I am because the play-in tournament has begun, continues tonight with the Raptors in Chicago, and we got some things to talk about, folks. We got some things to talk about. We're in interesting times. People are nervous. They're scared. But me, no, 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 no. No, hell no. I ain't nervous about a goddamn thing. I'm excited. I'll be in Scotiabank Arena for this game. I'll have a look close up. We're going to be taking a look at DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Patrick Beverly, Caruso, Drummond. I'm intrigued. Siakam, Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, Barnes, Gary Trent, Pirtle. This game is going to be interesting. It's going to be good. And I will tell you that the Raptors did end their season 41 and 41. The Chicago Bulls 40 and 42. And I mentioned on the last podcast that these two teams are pretty much the same damn team, if you ask me. They're pretty much the same team. Nobody knows which way this thing is going to go. They really don't. It can go any way. Who's going to step up? When you look at the big dogs, the Van Vliet, the OG, the Siakams, and then you're looking at the Zach Levines, the Mar DeRozan, the Vucevic, those are their big dogs right there. They're kind of equivalent to each other. Three guys, they can ball out. Two out of the three you're looking at, probably all-star caliber from each group. And then the other one's a, a very nice complimentary piece. The question that has to be asked is, out of these guys, let's go from the Toronto standpoint here, out of these guys, who is going to step up for you? Pascal Siakam leads the team in scoring with 24.2 points per game. Fred Van Vliet 
is your floor general. 19.3 a game, four rebounds, seven assists a game. That's what we're looking at at this point. He's shooting 39% from the field. Okay, not bad. But in a one-game situation, you got to be somewhat efficient unless a whole bunch of other guys on your team are stepping up. Now, Pascal Siakam is shooting 48% from the field. He's getting buckets, 24 a game, as I mentioned. 7.8 rebounds a game, giving you six assists a game as well. Now, the question is, that third guy, the third guy, OG Ananobi. 16.8 points per game. Almost five rebounds a game. Two assists per game. But he leads the league in steals. 1.9, let's call it two steals a game. Is he the guy who can step up for you? Not defensively, because we know what he's going to bring to the table. Can he step up for you offensively? Opponents' points per game, the Raptors are fourth. Points per game, 24th. Opponents' points per game, sixth for the Chicago Bulls. Points per game, 22nd. These teams have trouble scoring. They have trouble scoring. And if any of these teams want to have a chance, they better not have to come from behind, especially early on in this game. And you got to be able to make three-point shots. And I think that is going to be a tough task and a tough ask from both of these teams. You got to depend on OG. You got to depend on Fred because he's a high three-point volume shooter. And the one, Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent's giving you over 17 points a game. You're going to have to rely on him heavily in regards to three-point shooting in this game. Percentage isn't great, but he could knock him down. He could knock him down. Gary Gary Trent Jr. is a guy who is going to be key in this game against the Bulls. You're looking at him to make shots. If it's going to be one guy knocking down threes, you're looking at Gary Trent Jr. and you're looking at OG, but Gary Trent Jr. is going to have to be clutch. Who is going to step up? Who is going to step up? What are you expecting? And I'm going to be going through everybody here. Let's just pull out some X factors. But what are you going to be expecting from Scotty Barnes? Do you give him a little bit of a pass if he does not perform well? He's in his second year, giving you 15 points a game, 6.6 rebounds, 4.8 assists, shooting 45% from the field, not shooting well from downtown, but he can make them here and there. But the thing about Barnes is he can play some defense too. He could do a little bit of everything for you. And so because he can do so many different things, you're going to rely on him a little bit. You're going to rely on him a little bit. He can push the tempo. He can get those rebounds, get off into transition and go coast to coast. He's one of those guys. 
and he's so off offensively unselfish that when you have guys running their lanes, Fred, Siakam, OG, Boucher, Precious, he can find them. He can find them, and he gets the ball up the court quickly. He doesn't hold it. He's not stagnant with the ball. He's good like that on the offensive end. And I mentioned many times, over and over and over and over again, if you listen to me on a regular basis, the one thing I want to see the Raptors be able to do is get the hell out into transition and run. Get out into transition and run. Scotty Barnes can help you do that. And he's also a a mismatch nightmare for many different teams. Can go inside, finish strong, pull up for that little mid-range jump shot, can get to the free throw line, can get the defensive, the, the, the defending team, the opposing team into foul trouble if he's aggressive. Can make threes, not efficiently, but if he's open, he can knock them down. He's not afraid to take them. I respect it. I respect it. And if you're not careful, if you're not careful, Scotty Barnes, he'll do some damage. Okay? Chicago, don't get slapped. Never mind, I take that back. Take the slapping if it comes to you. Brother, I ain't trying to be respectful. I'm trying to win. And that's what the Raptors got to do. They got to move the ball as well, man. They got to move the damn ball. We don't need to see iso ball every second. They don't have lockdown defenders on the Bulls. I have seen Fred Van Vliet roast Patrick Beverly. I love me some Patrick Beverly, by the way. The dude is elite on the defensive end. But you hit him with some hard screens. Fred Van Vliet could put in that work against Patrick Beverly. He can. DeMar DeRozan, by the way. DeMar DeRozan, in his Instagram stories, put a picture up of Michael Corleone from The Godfather? What is he trying to say here? He's coming for sweet revenge against the Raptors? He's going to try to send them packing? DeMar DeRozan has not played that great against the Raptors this season. He's only averaging 14 points against them in the three games that they've played. OG should take this matchup personally. And if OG wants more spotlight... If OG wants a bigger role, what better time to prove that than in this playing game? He has a chance to get buckets. He has a chance to make shots. And he has a chance to lock down two big-time offensive weapons in DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. On the primetime stage, this is his opportunity He's probably the X factor in this game and in the play and all together because sometimes OG gets lost. He gets lost out there sometimes. And I personally believe the rumors about OG Ananobi wanting a bigger role. So if he does, this is your time to show it. Show us what you're made of. 
Go out there and ball out. Go out there and prove it. The world will be watching. Is it all worth it for the Raptors, by the way? Is it all worth it to get into this play-in scenario? You possibly end up getting into the playoffs, which then worsens your draft pick. I personally always believe you win, and you win as much as possible. You win as much as possible. You can't be Masai Ujiri and talk to your franchise, your team, talk to your employees and your staff and your city and the fans and talk about winning, 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 winning must be the culture and then say, oh, never mind, we're just going to throw in the towel and lose to get a higher draft pick. We ain't getting a top draft pick anyway. And do you want a good draft pick? Yes, absolutely you do. But what also matters is no matter where you draft, you have to have a competent scouting staff to make sure you're getting good picks. Period. Period. Tired of hearing all these damn people wanting to lose on purpose for draft picks. You got to hit on the picks that you get. I don't care if it's 10, 12, 14, 16, 18. You got to hit on the picks that you get. Fred Van Vliet was undrafted. Pascal Siakam was late 20s. You hit with Scotty Barnes, even though he was the fourth pick, he was still rookie of the year. You got to hit wherever you pick. I mentioned on the last podcast that Masai Ujiri, Bobby Webster, and Nick Nurse, they have some conversations that need to be had. And I did mention to you that I would break down to you what I believe the problem to be. So let's get into it. I was talking about picks right now. First of all, Masai Ujiri and Bobby, are they picked right when it came to Nick Nurse? Won a championship for them? Been here for what? A decade now as a head coach and as an assistant coach. But we're in turmoil times here. We're in uncertain times here. If you are the Toronto Raptors. We don't know what's going to happen in regards to free agency. We don't know what's going to happen when it comes to coaching. We don't know what's going to happen with all these damn roster moves. We don't know what's going to happen. So let's get into what Nick Nurse said. He did mention that he wasn't 100% sure if he's going to be back next season. He's going to take some time figure out what his relationship is like with the front office. Okay, I get it. I get it. But it seems to me like there could be a little frustration. Did I say that right? Let me do let me say that again. Seems like there could be some frustration. I got to write that time. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Here's what I believe the issue to be. We have a front office that I believe is uncertain with the direction 
of what this team is going to be going forward? Are you trying to take time to develop or are you trying to win immediately, win now? And by win now, I mean get into the playoffs. I don't believe Nick Nurse has a clear understanding of what the front office is trying to do. I believe they're telling Nick Nurse to play the dudes he has on his team. And at the same time, they're trying to tell him to win. Now, I believe Nick Nurse is saying that, okay, I can win or I can develop, but I can't do both. Now, if you really want me to win, I got to play Siakam. I got to play Van Vliet. I got to play OG, Barnes, Trent, Pirtle. I got to play them heavily. Boucher off the bench, Precious, that's about it. If you want me to win, I got to play those guys. Those are the guys I have to play. Now, you have Delano Banton. You had Jeff Downton. You had Malachi Flynn. You had Coloco. Camp, Thaddeus. What Nick Nurse is saying is, I can't play all these guys if you want me to win. There's some guys who ain't playing defense up to my liking. And because of that, I can't play them. But at the same time, I got to try to win. So which one is it? Which one is it? And I think that's where the frustration comes in, which I completely understand, by the way, because you do have to make a decision here. You do have to make a decision here. And I believe if the Raptors are going to try to win, there's a lot of guys on this team scoring 15 points a game. I believe they're going to have to make a move and go top heavy on this team. You might get you're going to have to probably move a few pieces and try and bring in a heavy hitter if you get the opportunity. And I think that's where the the disconnect is going to come if you're Nick Nurse in the front office. Now, you have to understand something. Nick Nurse ain't trying to go out there and lose. Do you believe that there's a big difference between being 41 and 41 and 40 and 42? I do. I do. I want to be able to say I went 500 because you have to look at it from a business standpoint as well if you're Nick Nurse. He will be a free agent at some point as well as a coach. Those losses pile up on his record. And at this point, Nick Nurse, when it comes to negotiations, wherever the hell he's going to be, can at least still say he's never had a losing record as an NBA head coach. That matters. That matters. He went 500, but damn it, it wasn't a losing record. So take that into consideration as well. People got to get paid out here. And you ain't going to lose on behalf of the organization. At least not Nick Nurse. Maybe in other cities, but not here. And I'm sure at the end of the day, when the season is over, whenever that may be, we're going to hear the rest of this. We're going to hear what the rest of this story is. And I'm sure it's going to be very interesting. Drop a bomb for all the all the crazy-ass scenarios happening with this Raptors squad and the NBA right now. At Micro7 on IG, Micro23 on Twitter. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, rate, comment, everything 
the Mike Roach Podcast. So, folks, I'm going to leave it here. There's going to be a lot of talking to do after this playing game. I have no idea which way this thing is going to go. But, boy, I'm telling you, these two teams, whoever loses this game, expect the chatter and expect the movement because something's going to happen one way or the other. Something is going to happen. So, folks, this is Mike Roach. I will be back again soon. I will talk to you after this playing game. It's going to be exciting. Hit me up in the comments. Hit me up in the DMs. I'm free to chat anytime, and I'll be back again soon. I'm out. You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at microach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.